0: This is the 508 podcast, a podcast where we're crazy passionate about helping you navigate and excel into your 20s and beyond. Every month, we'll bring you candid conversations from the 508 leadership team about hot topics for those who are striving for growth. Let's listen in for this week's podcast episode. What's up, my people? We are pumped to have you back. This is week three of our kingsman series pastor josh have you
1: not loved it thus far it's been amazing i'm loving it i probably heard the last two weeks podcast like three times in that one week let's go it's been fire
0: uh thank you for everybody that's sharing posting throwing on your insta stories thank you it means so much to us especially that you're investing in us um, because we want to invest in you and so this is a teamwork this is a dynamic that You are, as some people say, a electronic evangelist. So thank you so much for throwing it out there. As always, this is an investment. This is an investment into you, your future, your faith, your family. And so uh, what we wanna do is we wanna jump right into the content. If you haven't watched the previous two episodes, you need to go back and watch it because here's our working definition of our term Kingsman. A Kingsman, you you wanna try it this time, you got it?
1: Yeah, let's do it. Let's get it. It's a gentleman that God uses and chooses to influence culture and communities. God's glory and people's good. Bang,
0: you got it, my boy. Let's Boom. get it. Let's go. A kingsman is a kingsman. gentleman God chooses and uses to influence culture and communities for God's glory and people's, people's good. good. And so we are passionate about this because culture needs godly gentlemen, yeah. kingsmen, as we like to coin it in our church. And uh, he wants to use you. There's a hero on the inside of you. And that's what we want to speak to. But ultimately, we're not not trying to craft people to look like Pastor Devin or Pastor Josh or Pastor Derek or, or whatever person you look up to. Ultimately, we're all trying to be aiming to look like Jesus. That's right. And so we are to be conformed into his image. And so we've used five traits thus far. The traits have been uh, you're a seer. You are submitted. You are spiritual. You are sensitive. You are strategic. And here is number six. Pastor Josh, give number
1: six. Number six is student. Student. You got to be a student. If you're going to be a Kingsman, if you're going to represent God well, you need to be a student. You are going to be going through a habitual cycle of mistakes and mishaps Mm. if you do not become a student hear me it doesn't matter how spiritual you are if you're spiritual but not a student you will continue to fail in the same issues of every day You'll continue to be in this redundancy of issues and of strongholds that have been pushing you outside of the will of god if you don't become a student god needs to trust you to learn from past mistakes to learn from decision making and truly be a student of life and of his work.
0: Mm, this is why it's so important that you attend church regularly, first of all, mm-hmm. is that you sit under wise counsel and godly teaching. Yeah. So, you, I'm going to say it just like I feel it. Say, um say Men, it. stop skipping church. You need to learn how to receive Come the on. word. Good. There are some seasons where your season is to, to receive. There are some seasons where your season is to serve. But you should always be investing in in feeding on the yeah. word of God first and foremost, yeah. but also wise counsel. If you're somebody that says, here's the quote of a dying organization or a dying person or a dying leader is we've always done it this way.
1: Ooh. Yeah. People
0: that say we've always done it this way, or I know, I know. I, I already know that. That's right. If you have that, posture if you have that stance i'm just telling you life is not gonna you're not going to be thriving in life right the minute you become an expert is the minute you disqualify yourself from ever being a student Come ever on. learning more growing more okay. because i think that one of the most important uh, traits a man can have is being a student or yeah. it's this term hungry yeah is an insatiable appetite to know more do more and be more yeah i think we need that
1: and not only that but is being aware that chris Hodges says this he says I can learn from everyone Absolutely. and anyone. And I feel like sometimes <clears throat> a man can try to learn from those who are just higher than him, those who have succeeded, those who are millionaires, those who are pastors. But if you're a true student, the way God wants you to be a student, you can learn from anyone in Absolutely. any situation. I, I learn from my kids every day absolutely you, can you too. say the same absolutely Yeah. Zion,
0: I, Ezra doesn't even speak English and I learn from him exactly
1: and you just have to force yourself to identify moments where you can learn where you can find that as a learning opportunity because I promise you if you cannot find different season and find God throughout the details of your everyday living and find how he wants you to learn something every single day the Bible says give us this day our daily bread that's, right. that's not just something that you receive and accept it's something that you learn and accept Mm. you have to try to learn through all those specific details and find that god is trying to speak to you he's trying to teach you on a daily basis so become a student a consistent student
0: absolutely there was a book i read uh called the key to everything and it highlighted uh teachability the key to everything the key to unlocking the life that you love is teachability Mm -hmm. and i think you you just cannot put on a spirit of pride that's good that you know everything you've learned everything you can teach everything Uh, We must remain students. And I'm just telling you, you're going to thrive as a result of that. And it's how Jesus led. Literally as Jesus was in the temple, as he was a young man, the Bible says that he uh, impressed these leaders, not with his answers, but with his
1: His questions. His questions, So good.
0: And so great leaders are not ones that give answers. Great leaders are people that you can identify by asking Asking good questions. 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 Number seven, steward. 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 That's huge.
1: Uh, Ready? So catch this. I'm going to start this off with a big bang. God loves everyone the same. We we are already in agreement with that. God loves everyone the same. He doesn't love a pope, a priest, a pastor, an apostle more than he loves you. He loves everyone the same, but he does not trust everyone the same. I'm about to run in this As you say, open church. The scroll. Open the scroll right now. So listen, he doesn't trust everyone the same. So Come what on. I've learned is that God will trust you with more glory, more responsibility, more influence, more blessing, dependent on how good your stewardship is. Mm-hmm. Your skills does not determine what God sends you. It's not your skills, it's your stewardship. Your stewardship is what God is evaluating more than anything else is your stewardship. When we go to heaven, God's not gonna ask you, you know, how many prayers did you do? He's gonna say, how well did you steward the family I gave you? Mm. How well did you steward the gifts I gave you? How well did you steward our relationship?
0: Mm. It's a matter of stewardship. Yeah, what did I do with, what did you do with what I gave Gave you? It's the parable of the talents. God gave one, he gave two, or he gave three, and Mm. he gave five. And so our responsibility is actually to multiply what God gave us. Yep. Foolishness and wickedness is identified as somebody that just buries their talent into the ground. <laughs> That's good. Uh, literally faithful. If you if you study the original language in the Greek faithful essentially means to multiply come on It doesn't just mean to maintain it means to multiply and I yeah. think a lot of people think just Longevity of doing the same thing over and over again is faithfulness listen faithfulness is multiplication So we have a responsibility to steward because ultimately you are a manager not the owner of these come things. come on God wow. has lent you here's what one person told me God has lent you those two boys They are his sons before they're yours. Mm. And so I am a steward. I am a manager of Zion and Ezra James. I am a steward of my beautiful wife. I am a steward of the pastoral responsibility. I am a steward Mm -hmm. of this podcast. And so if you want to be faithful and trusted with more influence, more responsibility, more promotion, more prosperity, are you being faithful with the little that you have now? Mm -hmm. A great principle that, as you reference, Pastor Chris Hodges, a great principle that he highlights is, okay, Pastor, Okay, leader, if you want a bigger promotion and you want a bigger responsibility and you want a bigger influence, how could God trust you with a bigger building if you can't take care of the small car that you have right now? Come on. Are you taking care of, is your desk clean? Is your car clean? Is your room and your bed organized? Like. Like, why would he trust us with more things if we're not taking care of the small
1: things that he has already
0: given us? Stewardship is an essential key factor to being a king. Absolutely.
1: And as pastors, God is not going to trust us with a bigger building or even a church if we can't steward our own homes. Mm -hmm. Our homes, everything starts from the home. Mm -hmm. So how you steward at home is going to determine what God does with everything else that you do. Absolutely. Stewardship is the key to blessing if you steward your stuff well if you steward everything that god gave you well god is going to trust you more
0: i want to repeat what you said at the very beginning god loves, loves everybody equally same. but he does not trust people the same come on that's such a powerful principle that if you grasp god loves you yes does he trust you Woo! and can he trust you with the lord god responsibilities the investments the talents the gifts the people the sons the daughters he's already given you I know you love this next point this I is, love it you're passionate about this one I and am. you're good at this one. go ahead give him another
1: one so the next S the next trait for a Kingsman is sharp Oof. sharp and no we do not mean pointy <laughs> we mean sharp in the outward appearance it matters mm-hmm. it matters if we look at First Samuel if we yeah, de- look at- debrief that scripture because i yeah. think a lot of people are like
0: oh this is kind of vain like uh, no. like no no no, no this it, is this, biblical. we're talking
1: about influence right here absolutely go ahead. yeah so if we look at uh the time where god wanted to anoint um a king uh and he was looking at the sons of jesse um when uh samuel was starting to go the prophet who was supposed to anoint the king when samuel was looking at all of the options the first person he saw He said that he looked well, he was fit, he was an attractive man, he dressed well. And Samuel, the prophet said, this is the one. And God said, wait, wait, hold on a second, Samuel. You guys know the story, he said, hold on a second. I don't look at the outward appearance, I look at the heart. But he said, specifically, men look at the outward appearance. I look at the heart. So there's a key nugget there. Many times we just focus on the fact that God looks at the heart. We prioritize, God looks at the heart, God looks at the heart, but don't forget, when God spoke, he spoke clearly. He says, men look at the exper- uh, the mm. uh, outer appearance. Mm. I look at the heart. So there is a default that we can't change. There is a default that we cannot pervert. And it's the fact that men, and when we say men, that wasn't necessarily the, uh, the gender. It's talking about all of humanity.
0: Humanity, yes.
1: They look at the outer appearance. I can't see your heart. As much as I would love to, I can't see your heart. I can only see your outer appearance. So therefore, you have to do your due diligence. You impress God with your heart, but you impress man with your appearance. Mm. Not just your gifts, your skills, but your appearance matters. Let me tell you this, if you walk into an interview with coffee all over your shirt, your jeans, you haven't washed them in six and a half years, (laughs) and you're going into this interview, you can have the greatest resume, but your appearance can close that door. I wanna let you know, your gifts can can bring you to a room, can bring you to a door, but honestly, your appearance is what could potentially open or close that door. Unfortunately, and it's unfortunate, but we have to but leverage a it and utilize it. It's a, reality. It's, a reality. it's a reality. If you go up to someone, sometimes they'll say yes or no to you simply because of your appearance. Mm. When was the last time you got a haircut, man? Mm. <laughs> we're trying to find women simply Come because on. we're charming. When was the last time you got a haircut? When was the last time you bought a good cologne? Mm. When was the last time you actually purchased something for yourself where you could say, I look good? And the reason why that matters so much is because your appearance is your responsibility. Mm. God is not going to change your wardrobe. I feel God. Mm. (laughs) God is not going to change your cologne. He's not gonna change your scent. You are made in the image and likeness of God. He's done his part. Now, it's your job. That's genetic makeup. That's identity. But when it comes to your appearance, when it comes to you being sharp, man of God, that is your responsibility to steward. And God,
0: if you look at the design of creation, you would see beauty everywhere. You Mm. would see creativity everywhere. You would see God cares about appearance. That's right. You see uh, the rivers. You see the valleys. You see the mountains. You see the creation of God. He cares about how things look. Yeah. And so yeah. here, here would be the principle that I would extract from this is man looks at the outward appearance. I think about the scripture in Luke chapter two, where Jesus grew in wisdom with God, a wisdom, stature, favor with God and, and man favor with man. Come on. But here would be the principle is, listen, why would somebody trust you to take care of them if you don't take care of you? Ooh. This is self-care and self-care. Is not selfish. That's right. Self care stewardship. That's right. Some of my people, they they hear me say that all the time. But listen, being sharp matters. Yeah. Uh, uh, dressing well. Yeah. Uh, getting a nice haircut. Taking care of your, you know, your edges. Come on, ladies. I'm Come on, edges. Right Get rid of those uh, <laughs> split ends, girls. Come, Come on, on I'm Jesus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's So good. Get there. Hey,
0: it's real. Smell good. Dress well. Listen, yeah. those things matter hey. a lot as you go into an interview. If you want to win people, listen, this is a major factor: is being Sharp. We got two more things to go through. I want to highlight the next one. Go ahead. So number nine would be this. Kingsmen, remember, gentlemen that God uses and chooses to yeah. influence culture, culture communities. communities for God's glory and people's good. Yeah. Kingsmen are, and this is going to sound interesting and provocative because it's going to sound wrong at first. Kingsmen are stubborn. <laughs> they are stubborn. And here's what I mean by this. I don't mean prideful. I don't mean arrogant. I mean a refuse. they have a refusal to quit.
1: Come on. It
0: is a refusal to quit. If there's one thing I see in many of the people in Scripture, you would see this is that all of them are highlighted, aside from maybe one or two characters. I could think of Joshua. That's mm. one of the only characters in all of the Bible where we don't get to see that he has a negative side attached to him, aside from, mm. of course, Joshua and Jesus. Yeah. But you see Moses, you see David, you see Samson, you see Noah, you see Abraham, you see all these people have negative traits, negative qualities, and the Bible details this for us. Wow. He does this intentionally, I believe. The Holy Spirit authored the scriptures because we get to see that these men were flawed men. These men were broken men. These men were weak men. But it's highlighted in scripture so that we see that even when you make a mistake, you can get back up. Come on. Even when you fail, even when you mess up, even when you screwed up, when you screwed up, when you got jacked up. Let me just tell you something. There was a stubbornness to these men of God, mm. where, where, as scripture says, uh, the righteous man, fa- the wicked man falls. Though no one pursues them, but the righteous man gets back up. That's right. You know, a man falls seven times, but a righteous man gets back back up. This is a stubbornness, a simple refusal to quit when times get hard. Yeah. Listen, man, you have people that look up to you. That's right. Whether you are a leader in a church setting, in a ministry setting, in a marketplace setting, you got people that look up to you, even if it's a little brother, a little sister, people that you don't even know. I'm telling you, you have more influence than you realize. And if you don't know you have influence in your life, listen, you're losing influence. That's right. You are an influencer. You're a leader. You're a kingsman. You're a man of God. You're a gentleman Mm -hmm. that God chooses and uses to influence cultures and communities. So good. And so you need to steward that influence well. But one of the ways you do that is through stubbornness, a refusal to quit when times get hard. Yeah. people look up to you, man. Yes. People people see you as an example. And we need more people that don't just teach. Come on. We need examples.
1: You're flowing in the oil. The,
0: we, we need examples. people People that we can say, I want to be like that. Yeah. I think one of, one of the most selfish things you can hear in culture nowadays is this. Uh, do what I say, don't do as I do. Mm. We got a lot of men like that. Yeah, we do. Straight up. We got a lot of men that... Say, listen to my advice, but don't follow my example. We need more people that catch something because they saw it than somebody that just teaches what they've been teaching. We need more men that are examples and are stubborn in the fact that they have a refusal to quit when times get hard. Oh I know gosh. a lot of people quit during COVID, and maybe you didn't quit your job, but you quit internally. Oh my God. You just quit on life. You quit leading your family. You quit yeah. loving your family. You quit... Uh, you quit at your job where you just don't bring your heart to your work wow. anymore. And we need some men. We need some kingsmen to rise up Yeah, where you just get a stubbornness, a holy discontent, a holy yes. agitation yeah. where you just
1: say, I am not going to quit because if you don't quit, you win. That's right. Yeah. I think the name of the game is not necessarily reaching. I think the, you said it right there. I feel like the the, the way you win is by continuing. Mm. Uh, what's your stamina like? What's mm. the stamina of your Yes. How long can your yes survive a season how long can god trust you to stay standing he's there for you and that's the thing it's not that you won't fall is that you need a consistency of getting up yeah so good. and uh if you want to be a man of Ugh. your word you have to be a man of his word absolutely so you just have to continue. say that
0: say that line again you said uh you have to have the consistency to get back up say that again yeah
1: so it's not that you won't fall but you need to have the consistency to get back up oh, that's what god is looking for we
0: are going to make some mistakes Yes. Mistakes are gonna be made. Things are gonna happen. You're gonna fall because we have a humanity to us. Yes. But but godly men, kingsmen, come on, they get back up. And righteous man gets back back up. up. And we don't conform to the patterns of this world. Yes. We don't quit like everybody else quits. Come on. You can't afford to quit. Right. Now, that's not saying that you shouldn't get out of certain unhealthy or toxic environments. That's not what we're saying. Don't mm-hmm. take it out of context. But there are some things in life that you have been given a godly responsibility. Yeah. And you cannot quit. So good. Kingsmen are stubborn in the areas where we need to be stubborn. But we're sensitive in the areas where we need to be sensitive. Really sensitive good. to other people's needs. Mm-hmm. Sensitive to the voice of God. But stubborn when it comes to hard times. Yeah. Hard times build strong men. Yeah. That's facts. I, kind of it's personal. not I won't
1: quit. Is I can't quit. Come on. I can't afford to Come quit. On. I can't afford to give up. Why? Because it's not part of my genetic makeup. Mm. I can't quit because that's not who my Savior is. Mm. I can't quit because once I quit, I represent him wrong. Mm. So represent God well by representing yourself well, and just don't quit. God is tr- wants to trust you in, in and out of season. Really good, P. deaf.
0: Jesus going to about to go to the cross. He literally says in the garden. He says, oh. "Father, take this cup from me. Oh. Yet not my, my will." will but your will be done. (laughs) That's good. That is a Kingsman right there. Oh,
1: but notice he voiced his weakness. He voiced his concern. He voiced his struggle. So it's not that you avoid or ignore your struggles. You can illuminate the struggle, but don't let your struggle become your reality. Mm. Don't let your struggle become your identity. Don't Mm. let your struggle remove you from assignment. So, So even though Jesus said, take this cup from me, but not my will, but yours be done. Mm. I Sound think good.
0: you got to be so honest in prayer moments like that. Jesus models yeah. it for us so well. Again, the goal is not to become like a pastor. The yeah. goal is not to become like the hero you see in culture. That's good. The goal is to become like Jesus, and Jesus yeah. models this so well for us: is a stubbornness, a good. refusal to quit when times got hard, even though he knew that he was born to die, mm. going to a cross. He knew it was going to be painful, yet he knew it was also his purpose. Mm. See, see, purpose is not problem free. Purpose is not pain free. But he mm. still walked the path. And he still walked to Golgotha and he hung high and spread wide on a cross for all of us indicating that even though he knew the path to That's his good. purpose was full of pain, he still says, I'm not quitting. <laughs> and as a result of that, he created a bridge from heaven to earth and basically gave us a way where there was no way before saying, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can get to the father except through me. So now he creates a bridge for all of us men as a example of, but also as a savior Good. to say we can now have a relationship with the father. Yeah. But he's also our example because he just refused to quit. This man was stubborn in the areas he needed to be stubborn. And last trait of this whole series, Pastor Josh, give it to him and then I'll break it down in, in, uh, in, uh, Psalms
1: chapter 78. Go ahead. We'll go both.
0: Um, so I'll, I'll say it and then I'll have you break down the, uh, the text. So skilled. they're safe <laughs> and they're skilled. I put safe two and in one together because it's found in a text in Psalm 78, 72, this is what the Bible says, why don't you read it, Pastor
1: Josh? With upright heart he shepherded them and guided them with his skillful hand.
0: This is speaking of David, Gosh. where David was a shepherd before he was a king. That's good. And so God developed him in private so that when he got in public, he knew that he had his heart. And as the scriptures say so many different times, David was literally trusted with the kingdom. David was trusted because he was a man after God's own heart. Wow. So he led with integrity of heart. Yeah. And skillful hands now here's what's interesting about this is the Bible says that he led with integrity of heart. that that wasn't removed hmm. from the scriptures this is a closed canon that wasn't removed from the scriptures after he committed adultery with Bathsheba right it still stayed there why <laughs> because God doesn't see your mistakes especially if you are a repentant man David was a repentant man yeah the Bible says that he led with integrity of heart wow. this man was safe he was a man with good character, and he made mistakes, but he made it right. If you want to read Psalm 51, it's just his mm. David's repentance psalm. God, God created me a new spirit, the Bible says. So he was safe, but not only was he safe, he was, he was also skilled. skilled. He good. led with integrity of heart yeah. and skillful hands. yeah. So a Kingsman is somebody that is safe, good character, but also skilled. Mm-hmm. So here's what I wrote in my notes is somebody that is safe, has longevity. Somebody that has good character has longevity. Yeah, that's good. But somebody that is skilled has prosperity. Wow. And so we have a responsibility as kingsmen, gentlemen, who God chooses and uses to influence yeah. culture and communities for God's glory and people's good to be people that have strong integrity, making wise choices, who you are behind the scenes when nobody's looking, Mm -hmm. to be somebody that's safe, but also somebody that's constantly growing, constantly developing. We referenced the scripture earlier in Luke chapter two, Jesus grew, he increased, the Bible says, he matured in wisdom, stature, favor with God and favor with man. He was incessantly growing. That's right. Because he was safe
1: and because he was skilled. Yep, and skilled, if we realize it also, if we study the life of David, what brought him before a king was his skill. Mm-hmm. it wasn't necessarily his heart the it ability was his skill. to play the harp he played the harp so his skillfully. heart he's um, getting this right now Preach. his heart and his harp
0: oh. gave him the kingdom mm. God trusted him but he also trusted him with gifts that David multiplied oh my so lord so his heart and his harp ultimately led to his kingship.
1: Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Oh, gosh. I gotta write that down my notes. Yeah, write that down. Write that down <laughs> yeah. or I'm stealing it. And I'm gonna say the Lord gave that to me. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it matters because skill is, your development of skill is also an illumination of your stewardship. Mm. If there is no development of skill, if you never become skilled, you never steward it. Did you hear that? Mm. If you never become skilled, it's because you never stewarded. Mm. In order to steward appropriately, by default, if you steward well, you become skillful. It's the defaultness. It's the mechanism of stewardship. It's becoming skilled. So So you need to make sure as men that you are building up a skill. And honestly, this points back to what we spoke about a couple weeks ago where we talked about being strategic. You're not going to build multiple streams of income if you're not skilled. You're not gonna be able to pro- provide for your family if you're not skilled. You need to be skilled and as kingsmen you'll be presented before kings if you develop mm. safety and mm. skill.
0: Because your gift brings you before a great
1: man. That's the right. Scripture says. So good.
0: We did ten traits. So good kingsmen. We yes. finished this journey oh, to all of us who have watched all three episodes. Listen, if you haven't watched the previous episodes, you've got to go back and Check watch them those things. Hey, send this to a friend. I think this series yeah. is going to be so, so helpful. We gave you language. We gave you scripture yeah. to identify what a Kingsman looks like. Because so remember, good. fellas, we're Kingsmen. God chose right. us and he chooses us and uses us yeah. to influence culture and communities mm-hmm. for God's glory. And for people's good, fellas, we're proud of you, ladies. You. Thank you so much for watching. Hey, yeah. send this to a couple people. Yeah, I think this is going to bless so many people. As always, you guys know the podcast signature. We love you guys so much because we don't fear the future. We buy in here, here. God bless you. Love you. Thank you for tuning in for today's episode from the Five Away Podcast. If this episode helped or impacted you in any way, we would love for you to subscribe, leave us a like, rating, or review. If you have something you would like for us to talk about, we'd love for you to send it in through by leaving a comment on our YouTube channel or messaging us on Facebook or Instagram. Last thing, if you enjoy this podcast and want to see what it's like to be at an actual 508 service, we meet the very first Friday of every month and would love to host you. To find out when the next service is, visit our social media pages and search for the 508 or click the link below for all of our YouTube viewers. And until the next time, remember, we don't fear the future, we pioneer it.